Welcome to our next adventure with Chemology 411, a podcast of anything and what is Tyson doing now? Kim, quick, get in. Hey, Tyson, you better back up. What exactly are our plans? Plans? Where we're going, we don't need any plans. It's an excursion on Comology 411! <laughs> Hi everyone, and welcome to an excursion for episode 53. So we're going to continue our conversation on the social dilemma, and then we're going to also talk about the great hack. So if you are just joining us for this show and you have no clue what we're talking about, Go back and listen to episode 53, and we did start the conversation, but our um, excursion means that we just talk a lot. (laughs) We we break it off for another uh, discussion. Right. Either because it's a different topic or because we talked about it a little bit or a lot in the main episode, just decided to talk talk about it more uh, here separately at the the excursion. So welcome. So we're back. So we're going to start off. We were talking about... um, you know, social media and the manipulation and how they use, they the users are the product and they sell all of our information. These people are keeping all of our information. I don't think you understand, like years of information is being stored. And they said that there's two industries that, you know, customers are called users, illegal drugs and software. And they believe that social media is a drug. So um, we are gonna we're gonna go into um, how this is affecting children because social media has changed the way kids interact and especially in 2020 when now they have to be on computer screens with homeschooling and all that kind of stuff for four to six hours a day and um, I, I that I that's a whole nother topic but you know that's another uh, 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 I'm gonna you know maybe coin a term here. But data mine predators for kids. Right. And I don't mean sexual predators. No, to go, data but mine. But data mine where it's like, hey, you know, just, um, you know, hang a, a, a hang a carrot in front of them to follow along this deal and see if they can't. Uh, well, yeah, well, they can't agree. They can't agree their kids. Yeah, they can. We know kids can accept something. And I wonder how, how much they get towards that line. Like, hey, you're supposed to do that with adults because they're adults, but... You're not just supposed to allow some kid or try to get some kid to click on this and therefore you've gotten permission to do this. I wouldn't be surprised, though, if they weren't like kind of data mine predators considering right. all the screen time kids have to go have and now how much more they have to have. So one of the examples that they used in the social, um, the social dilemma was so Saturday morning cartoons when we were growing up. They had regulations on what car- what commercials could be played during the cartoons. No cigarettes, no alcohol, no adult stuff. Well, all of that has been changing over time with cable internet and the apps and all that kind of stuff. And all of that all of that regulation which still is the same for those t- television stations, it hasn't changed. So, if you are a uh, NBC, ABC, CBS during that during 
those certain times, they still have those regulations, but we're not making new regulations for any of the stuff that's going on right now. So it it's makes just me open. wonder, uh, so you've got Netflix for kids, right? Mm-hmm. It makes me wonder, does Netflix have a, hey, let's be more careful over here, or yeah. do they do just as much divisiveness and, and of course, it's Netflix, but they're gathering information too. Yeah. So, are they doing just as much as uh, uh, you know, trying to lead you down the path they think you want to go down, uh, and divisiveness, and therefore lack of diversity of input, of opinion, that type of thing for kids, or do they they make it a lot le- a lot more broad and not try to be so individualized and customized for kids. Uh, I would be curious with I that. Cussed, I custom and like, other, you know, when they know it's a kid user, whether it's a Facebook kid user, they try to do just right. as much. They try to do just as much, you know, narrowing you down to this tiny little speck of exact, well, the exact person, or are they less? Uh, do they per- invade privacy? They're less va- they're, if you are on a social media, it doesn't matter what age you are, they're taking your data. Well, the the the, the effects that we talked about in the main episode then are. Put- are, are especially horrific because kids I've always said it sounds bad but I've said 15 year olds you need to shut up until you know the world a little bit right okay exactly. I understand that you can be politically active but not yet I do no. I think it's a horrible idea no. you need and to shut up and learn the world and learn the subjects a little bit actually and but the, can you imagine that when we don't have that and yet we have people going down the um, certain path, Right. Uh, because they've been targeted into these little, uh, what do we call it, filter bubbles right. as kids. Yeah, they're there. So and then, and- they're, then they're very, very objectified as to, I, I'm so, uh, very specific as to their little target of what, they're, what, what they are. As a kid, I didn't know if I was a Republican, a Democrat, or uh, a Republican. I couldn't, couldn't have told you. And now, like every kid knows, and if that's the type of thing, then that effect they is are. happening with them, and it's not good. Well, and social media doesn't have any filters really on it, except if someone puts on there nobody under a certain age. But I know kids that lied about their ages so they could get on a social media back in the day. Uh, kids' self-worth and identity, um, we were not evolved to handle with thousands of people thinking about us. Our, our human brain was not meant to be what all the major superstar people have to deal with. If you've met a lot of the people who have been in the in the public eye and have Especially people, as youngsters, right? Right. They're screwed up. I mean it's Drew Barrymore. Over, it's an overwhelming pattern. They right. do they have to figure it out and they could. They a lot of them have to kind of come back after. Right. They got yeah. some issues. I mean, it. you've got Robert Downey Jr. and uh, Drew Barrymore, and all the ones that have passed away. Of course, you know they all. They were all screwed up because they had this. They had this attention that they're getting, and that's exactly what these kids now on Instagram are getting this attention that these are fake people, but there could be 10,000 people liking their comment or telling them that they're fat, ugly, your nose is gross. This is what we're doing. And the the, the normal person is not built for That's that. That's a great point. We are not built for that. So yeah, in, in an organic sense, you might, even if you lived in a town that's 100,000 or 2 million, 
you still are only interacting with so many of those at right. any one time. At and one certainly time. any particular thing you're doing at any given moment is not something that even usually a dozen people are seeing. Right. And now it's like 1,200 people could yeah, see it. Yeah, 4,000. When I put a post on my Facebook, I have 4,000 and some people who are going to have the potential to see it. Now they've unfollowed yeah. me or they don't want in, to. In I mean, real life, you're not to. doing that unless you're literally no. on stage in front of somebody. Right. Even if I go downtown and walk around, 4,000 people are not going to see me in my new outfit and my high heel shoes. Even if they walk by me, they're not going to And even they can't give me. feedback anyway. Right. They're not going to. And they can't give feedback that's going to last and the other right. people can pile upon. I mean, they can, but that's like one person, another two, and then another three. It's not one person, and then three hours later, somebody else sees it and agrees and piles on. Right. It's not how it works. So, um, since social media has, I, and I said when we first started, I'm going to go back here to this page, um, we had Snapchat dysmorphia. Snapchat dysmorphia means we have children who actually take in a Snapchat filtered picture and want to have plastic surgery to make them look like a filter picture. How do you make your eyeballs that big? I don't know. Now, now you do know that those eyeballs are from like a Japanese, the, the manga uh, yeah. and those stuff like that. There are girls, there are girls that you can, with makeup... Make your eyes appear to be that big. I've seen them amazing on YouTube. There's no plastic surgery. Yeah, so I've seen it too. If you want it's the big fam- eyes, go get Russian. some makeup and make your eyes some big. But we're since children are wanting to go and change their body because an 11 or 12 year old is being told that they don't have big enough boobs, that their nose is too big. That they they and they're wanting to get surgery, and I'm guaranteeing you there are some parents out there that are like, oh, whatever little Betty Boo wants, let's just give it to her. What do you want? I mean, any doctor out there doing it would be like, um, no, no, I'm not doing it. But you know, m- sometimes money. Most that I doctors. Can't talk about. Jonathan, hate height H A I D T said depression and anxiety from 2011 to 2013. Cutting was stable until 2011, then started to rise 62% in the older teens of 15 to 19 and a hundred, let me say this again, 189% in preteens. Well, what was the... What was the thing that happened in uh, 2011? What is he is he connecting that to? This is oh. social media. Okay, Gen Z, first yeah. generation that got yeah. on social media. Yeah, I haven't finished yet. Okay. Suicide is up 70% in the older teens. It is up 151% in the the young teens. Ah, okay. I'm 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 following you. So what they're saying is that they're comparing an older teen at a certain uh, year versus the preteens, and we see that the preteens increase is a lot more than the older teen increase, which is still up. Which is still up, but 
it's it's the effect is even worse on the preteens. Correct. And then and then the uh, the the uh, denominator or the commonality here is or the is what? It's the Gen Z, the kids that were born I think in 1996 and a uh, like 97 um, because they started and were allowed to be on social media in middle school. They're fragile, they're less comfortable, they do not take risks and they're they're, the dating is dropping because their friends are all through social media. Yep. That's crazy. So and now, again, those percentages were uh, for the, for the one it was a cutting, um, and these things started to rise in around uh, 2011. So the ones you're talking about were give or take. They're starting to be right before their teens or mm-hmm. something. Yep. And so the older teen it rose 62 percent. Uh, 2011 which is crazy which is already ridiculous over something that ought to have been pretty stable over a number of years versus uh, 189 percent which is like 11 to 14 suicide 70 percent uh rise for older teens 15 through 19 and again twice that uh and then some 151 percent in the preteens wow that is that is ridiculous yeah that's sad So this, so that's what they were talking about. So I said, this is the latest new level. We just need to learn how to live with everything else. Just like the stupid masks. (laughs) This is what they're telling people. They're saying, you know what? This is just the new normal. This is just normal. Everything you possibly do in your life is now going to be tracked. Because as long as you have a cell phone, a smart cell phone, we're going to know what you're doing and when you're doing it. And when you think you're turning things off, yeah, you're not. We're going to know what you're doing. And that's kind of what this year has been around is, is we, have been, we have been basically programmed to start thinking to ourselves, it's not a big well, deal. And what do the, the sharks saw blood in the water because they've already are into data mining and proximity data mining and this and that. And what did they build in probably not much later than early April? Uh, well, we've got to obviously do contact tracing and that'll be right. difficult unless we just build it right into the phones. Oh, yeah, no, Somebody got contracts update. for that. Somebody got contracts for that. No, no, they are. Okay. So let's, what I'm saying is, uh, where understanding where you were been, if anybody got COVID, they look back at without you ever giving permission, right. looking at GPS and say, but, oh, well, they went to the grocery store on that day. And then who else was in that general area? Within a couple of weeks, they installed an update to supposedly do that. Do you not think it was already built and already there? I mean, come on. I'm, the like, proximity was and using it for that particular correct. application. They've already been using it and they're like this. But what I'm saying is that broadening of it, it's like it just keeps getting worse and worse for, for any number of excuses you, you give it some rationale, and now you've legitimized it further. And then, well, of course I should. you should know who was near me when I went to some place in Kansas City. Why shouldn't they get to know but that? But what I'm saying is... I didn't tell them, and so they shouldn't know. They're bringing out all this, they're bringing out all this information of what's been going on, and they're like this. <clears throat> Man, I, I think people are going to kind of be mad at us. You know what we can do? We can save lives. 
we're going to use this and say, you know what, we're going to do contact tracing. And yeah, that's what we're doing. That's what this is for. It's been happening. This has been tested. Come on. I mean, and this is just coming from Chemology. I, I'm pretty sure when someone's listening to this, you did not invent this within a week of you saying, we no. need to install this app. I'm pretty sure it was already there. And yep. you just you just said, and go. So anyway, that just that that stuff kind of irritates me. We're being trained to follow all these suggestions and we are being manipulated, continually being manipulated. And if you if you are um um one that just goes, okay, then that's who you are. I'm not that person. So do you mean to, to go along with whatever new standard or Anything. to just yep. oh well that's well, what that's what they're <clears throat> saying? Um, like because I'm, as a rule, again, intellectually, I'm too stubborn to believe something that I can easily say, wait a second, well, how can it be so much different now? The world's been here all along. So how is it that now I'm supposed to believe this when two years ago we would have thought no such thing what? and we probably would have thought the opposite? No, I'm not going to believe you because you're now saying it a hundred times today. Well, no, and, and I'm not, also saying works. I'm also saying that I understand that they're reading my messages. I understand that they're gathering my information, and I am allowing that to happen. And I am not good with it, but I also understand how it works. And people need to realize how it works, and they need to be okay with it to be on Facebook. Without them thinking that's not happening, nobody knows that they're not taking that information. They're, you're being manipulated to be like it's 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 fine. Don't even worry about it. I question it, and I will. I well, by will the same token, that. if you're conscious, it's like what do they say in all these self improvement like courses? They say you need to be aware of the things and the tricks you'll play with your own mind and this and that. Right. Once you're aware of it, right. then you can deal with it a lot better. Right. And so it's kind of a parallel to that, right? Like yeah. once you're aware of all that's out there, then you can understand whether or not you change your behavior, whether right. or not you change what you share, whether or not you believe something as quickly, whether or not you empathize with others who might have different opinions. And it, whether or not you go to DuckDuckGo instead of Google um, or any number of things. We decided a, right. an alternative uh, um, to do something alternatively uh, that, that you know, has different values. You need to be educated and it needs to be your choice. Don't let it allow, allow them to manipulate you. I looked into it and I'm like, well, I'm not going to. You're not going to watch The Social Dilemma and go like this. And I'm off Facebook. I mean, the guy on there wants you to do that. But reality is, is I do a lot of my work on Facebook yeah. and it does have it does have good things. It's, it's just yeah. be cautious of what is going on. And like I said, this isn't data with some guy looking at it going, oh, look what she said. Oh, they did that. All they're doing is they're harvesting all this data. Now, a big well, that's data how break. censorship can't be specific enough because it's mostly right. algorithm based. Right. And when it's algorithm based, it can't be specific enough to know but whether I, see, I said I, nuance A or nuance B. I totally, I totally believe that that's a, that that also is set up. I believe that you're going to see a different sensor that I'm going to see when that story pops up and it's and and it and it's what you believe 
I think it's going to say like, oh, you know what? We're going to show them this story and then we're going to say it's fake. But on this over here, the one who isn't going to mm, believe it's fake, I don't believe that it's being censored. I will still believe that it is controlled by who I am. So if I don't like to wear a mask and they put a story up there that goes, masks will protect you, I'm going to get a thing that says, that's false. They don't protect you. And you're like, yeah, that's right. But what happens is people take a screenshot of that and then they share it. And then other people are like, and that's how they get into the argument about it. Because I want to show that that's that article's wrong, but it might not be wrong because this person just did it. I mean, I, what and what do I do? I you just might go read it. <laughs> I just actually just say I don't want to see it anymore. I don't read any of those articles on Facebook. I look up all my own stuff. Well, what I mean is when I see that someone something is supposedly fake. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I go read to and go, they know okay. you are. They know you are. They they know you're gonna read it. They know. And guess what? They know Tyson's you clicked read it. on you clicked on the. Uh, the the well, article I, and you I may got not their go. Click. I may not go to Snopes. I may not go to theirs. Uh, uh, but, you, but you're reading I, I, the article I, that's fake. You're still gonna go in and have. To, you're still gonna click on that article and you're gonna go in and be, and read that article. Well, I don't even mean an article. I just mean somebody's post where oh, they they yeah, now tie post. they now uh, tie a post to this could be misleading, and you're oh, like I'm says the, who. And I don't then, really see. I don't. I don't. Yeah, I do see those. So I there you go. Well, but, but I've unfollowed everybody. So, all right. So human weaknesses. Social media is going um, to overpower and will not be good. They said. They, that's what they said. Um, eventually, it's going to be so big that it's just going to crash. Um, you know, it's crazy because of the valuations that they've been putting on these. You know that TikTok. I'm not. I've not been on TikTok, nor am I ever. I have no. enough apps. I don't need yeah, I don't, anymore. Yeah, I don't. But so there's a couple things. Real quick, TikTok valuation and then the dilemma. That's what I'm trying to remember. Even TikTok, you talk about it overtaking the world. I, I, I read yesterday it was valued at like $30 billion. From what? Yeah. It's crazy. And it's because of all this mining because that's, you think it was just, hey, you can share some videos. It'd be worth that much. It's what they can sell it for, right? But the secondary, the, the dilemma, and you said, well, I still use Facebook. There are a lot of alternatives out there. So the dilemma becomes, okay, there are other uh, alternatives that insist on not doing the types of, oh, you find out about it later. Oh, I'm the commodity. They try to have a more honest, traditional business model. You know, yeah, I mean, you can advertise. You can go premium, whatever. I mean, you will accept. We'll have advertising. You can go premium, but we're not just going to sell your stuff. But what's the dilemma? Who can I reach there? And so they've got you by the short hairs, as they say. Right. It's like, and so you have to understand, do I leave it? Because I don't agree. I don't agree with their business practices in the least, but that's where 99% of people are. Or what is that mix? So to me, that's part of the dilemma. Anyway, right. go ahead. So anyway, one of the things that basically was a social media uh, big blow was Pizzagate. And it actually was started as just, there was nothing behind it. It started, then they started looking for people who would actually buy into it. 
providing all of these stories, finding the conspiracy theory people. And you can argue, but they they were showing it. You got to watch it. Don't. I'll watch it. And I also know that even even things with truth have some disinformation in them because they can't take on everything. Right. But what this is, this is not talking about all of it. This is just talking about the guy who took the gun to the pizza shop to get the the people out of the basement that there wasn't right. a basement and nothing was going on. I don't even know that honestly. But it yeah. was. It was. They the, they showed it. Like, I know the stories. I right. read them at the time, so right. I know that that's but, the story. But they showed that they showed the guy in the middle of the street being arrested, and he just kept saying, "I need to save the kids in the in the basement in the basement." And they're like, there, and the people were like, "But there wasn't nothing because when you track it back of what happened of where it came from, then." These people were being manipulated, whether it was true happening over in 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 the left, they were being forced over here, over here um, in the center, and people were adding to something, and people were oh, yeah. were were going crazy over misinformation. What people get is never is very very but often. But you would have been a person that they would have. But of. you would have gotten everything about PizzaGate because you're a conspiracy theorist. They said they have the in, in there. It says if you were a person who thinks that everything has a conspiracy, you would see more data about PizzaGate than a person who has never you know interacted with or, that. Or it's that they didn't share it because I didn't hear about that anywhere on regular social media. They can do both. I'm not talking. This isn't. Um, this isn't social media. This right. is. This but is. They can do both, is, right? This they is can, news. This they, is. Yeah. This is not. I'm not. This is just PizzaGate in general through CNN, NBC, NBC. All they the, didn't cover it until it was time. Until it was time to squash it. That's all. That's until it was time to squash it. They did not cover. All right, PizzaGate. but you're you're talking about the real PizzaGate. I'm talking about the data well, that went out to people like to, like their conspiracy to your, to theories. To your point, to make them believe that something was happening in places that were not happening. That's what I'm talking about. I don't know point, about PizzaGate. I know that. I know that what they were talking about was taking information and adding it and adding it and Absolutely. adding it to different people happens. who who wanted to do it, and that was the example and, that and they the, used. And the, what what ends up happening then is you can get to the same idea of 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 uh, um, focusing on certain people. You can get them in that uh, funnel of uh, of of focus because they're seeing. And hearing the more, and it each of right. it becomes more and more plausible because it builds on each other. It almost just comes back to, um, I mean, falsity is falsity. But honestly, any of that stuff, I mean, not long after that was the reason Reddit started getting censored. Right. So I, I almost, you almost had to use, you almost had to use a censor. I had to use an explicit thing as far as that whole mess because right. Reddit was where individuals did crowdsourced investigation because they were passionate about doing so. Right. And I've said more than once, those who are authorities can investigate, but it's their job. And once their bosses say, you don't investigate that anymore, guess who doesn't get to investigate that anymore? Right. Where if I, I will tell you almost any subject, I would trust a passionate amateur to be more dogged about it right. um, over months and years than I would a particular authority or at least a group of passionate uh, amateurs. And so for that one, I don't believe the, the you know, all they were, they were all crazy because it was just too convenient 
And I'm not saying that particular, I don't know, Comet Ping Pong. I, I've spent one or two late nights. You haven't heard me talk about it, so I've never mm -hmm. said I'm... Uh, but, but one or two late spooky nights, because that's some spooky material. I've looked into that, that type of stuff before. And, um, you know... Uh, Reddit used to be where you could talk about that. And now it's like a lame shadow right. of its former self. <laughs> and it happened right after the Pizzagate stuff. And I'm like, oh, that's great. That's great. Well, so. but but here's another thing. So there was a professional sports guy who basically said that the earth was flat. Because yeah, yeah, yeah. My, he, my, my, my man, uh, he, yeah. uh, Kyrie Irving, I got my right. shoes. My shoes he, are Kyrie Irving shoes, my basketball shoes. So he said it, and then he was apologizing. And do you See, know what they did? They said round earthers got to him. And that was a huge thing that went out into the thing saying the the, the flat earthers were like, no, the round earthers got to You know what? No one them. has to. This is what we got to get past. It's our issue of 2020 and for the last 10 years. You don't have to apologize for opinion. You should never have to. Okay, so yeah, what if it is flat? Okay, that's not. But no, that's no, not. But, an, that's not an opinion when you state that. No, the, that the, if that that's the what you believe, flat. and then you say, "Well, okay, thank you, professional athlete. I'll listen to the experts." Correct. Okay, but, as, but, but he doesn't have to apologize for it. I. Why not? Well, why should he? <laughs> but if I told you, if I told you, if I told you something, and you believed it, and you went and told somebody else, and it was wrong. Wouldn't I? Shouldn't I tell well, you? I mean, I mean, I shouldn't I tell you? You know what, Tyson? I am so sorry. I was wrong. Not if that's when what you I believe, because he still believes it. He doesn't believe it. He said it on there. He he, he said then on there. Then they're right. Round the earthers got to him. If he spent all that time enough to say, I believe, I believe in flat and earth. He, he, and he, then and then a month after. He says he said he says what he believes. Well, he probably He's like, "Well, I don't believe it anymore." That's not what he said. He does, it, there's a, you have to watch it. You, you didn't watch it. These are like these are interviews with actual people. Well, no, this but what I'm saying, saying is the way you characterized it was that he, he then apologized. said he just said he goes, "Yeah," and, he, and you have to watch it. He said did he apologize way. or yes, did he yes. change his mind cuz you said apologize at first. He, he apologizes and he changed his mind. You have to watch it. I didn't write down what he said. All I know is that I remember him saying it and they said and all of a sudden then the flat earthers were saying no, this was the round earthers were saying it and it became a big deal out of that as opposed to You know to, to me opinions if 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 it's not flat um <laughs> And it's not. <laughs> uh, then, wh what does he have to apologize for? No one's fallen off the edge. It's round. <laughs> but, if, mean, but but if you are a, if you are a if you are a a sports figure where people idolize you, you have a different air. You have a different responsibility. Nope, you do yes, not. You, you do. never yes, have a responsibility. Do. We will argue about this all believe. night long. You never have the responsibility to agree with everybody else. You don't you have never to agree have with to. everybody else. But if you, you feel in the back, if you feel as if you've misled somebody, the common courtesy would be to apologize. No, to say because I was that wrong. pressure becomes you're wrong and you cannot believe what you what you what you just said. I, I, I it is not acceptable. To so you would not apologize when you're wrong. You just be like, nah. If I found out I was wrong, Correct. I would. And he, but this that's pressure, what he said. this that's pressure. The, well, now I've I've seen this societally much bigger than this. You got to apologize for COVID opinions. So screw you. If you want to say the the Earth is a, a freaking Rubik's cube, good, awesome. Tell me more. This is interesting. But if people start I doubt going you're over, right. if people start going over and believing you and your fans so are what? following you, 
But it's your it's your reputation. So if you want to be a whack job, then fine. Be I guess some whack job. job uh, <laughs> I guess some whack job fans. And uh, and what's the worst thing? They they try to make uh, one side of the one side but, of the earth red, one side of the earth blue, but you're, one side you're, of the earth white. You're, you're pushing your ideals on what he decided to do, which was to apologize, to make a joke out of it. Like, yeah, I heard the wrong thing because he was embarrassed. And he wanted to set you, there the is, record there is, straight. I, I, I've also spent late nights on that and have never come to the conclusion that it's flat. But there are a couple interesting things that you can understand how how people could be tricked tricked into it. Right. Uh, one is, very interestingly, and I still haven't figured this out, that certain curvature of the Earth... I, honestly, I haven't. It's really the one thing that confuses me. A curvature of the Earth, a, 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 uh, a, a building far away, you should only see the top part of it. Right, I mean, not the base, and there have been some some alleged, but I've not been there, so I couldn't tell you if they're true or not. Where they're looking seventy miles across, like Lake Michigan to Chicago, and they can see too much of the building, or at least that's what they say. It's like you shouldn't be able to see this building. You're seventy miles away. Curvature of the Earth should drop this out of the view. And but it's one of those things where I'm like, that seems right, but on the other hand, I've not been to that side of Lake Michigan, <laughs> so I couldn't tell you. Um, but you know what? I just to me, it's like no diversity of thought is too important for someone to have to uh, um, genuinely think a certain thing and then, out of pressure, have to genuinely unthink but, it. But where did I say he had pressure? Where was the pressure? Well, but you're, you don't know. Well, that he I, did I, it. Well, you're saying that you did. But like, you, but you know, 2020, just, you've seen pressure. But you've seen I, people being taken off of the, yeah, of I, the I, internet. I get that part. I'm just still talking about him on his little. <laughs> he news may show. have corrected himself. He, he corrected himself said, and apologized for just saying it. It wasn't like, oh my God, I am so sorry. It was just like, man, <laughs> I was wrong. Like. Whatever, whatever, and so he Did just he explained why he was wrong. Yeah. It, oh, see, I believe this one part, and no, then it turns no. out blah blah. blah. I, no, I, he I, just said, they, "Hey, I'm wrong." <laughs> no, they didn't show the whole thing. They didn't do the whole interview on the movie. All they wanted to do was talk about how he was he was he was misled by something, and then other people were trying to mislead people by other misleading. This is all about social media misleading. Whether the Earth is flat or round has nothing to do with this. Well. It's some people say that the flatter thing was again just basically a giant troll job. So if you know? if if this coronavirus was a total like whatever, and somebody screwed up, what the problem what we have right now is that they're not apologizing. They're just making up more fake numbers because that is the world we are in now. That's not my world. Yeah, but that's I different than just some sports dude having an opinion about something out of the scope. That's Fauci continuing to be chief. Uh, convol- no, ta- convoluter I wasn't even talking chief. about him. I was just talking, I was talking about anybody. Because they have a reason to believe. They have a motivation and a uh, incentive. Right. Kyrie Irving as a basketball player I wasn't. I wasn't talking about Fauci or anybody. Right. I was talking about your Joe on the, on the street spreading the stuff and talking about it, and then they find out it's not, and they're the ones that are being rude and disrespectful to be like, I guess I was wrong. Nope. 
we're not going to say that. We're going to say, I'm not wrong. They're wrong, but I'm just going to go with it because we've become a society that doesn't want to apologize for any time that we have an well, error in we, judgment. Yeah, we always make it a bigger subject. We do. We, we like, specific. we go, well, that's not that, but. Well, we I know that. what you're trying to do over there on the yeah, left. Right. Oh, I know, I know what, what you're trying, trying to do. To do right. You want to take away yeah. God's So the whole thing is, is that that social media is basically starting arguments and discussions to make people fight. And you want to think about it. I mean, after you say, well, what did I say that if if you can, and if an algorithm can upsell and downsell any particular message, how much money is being able to affect that algorithm worth? Billions of dollars. I mean, if you're able to say, listen, okay, I know I've got a scandal. Uh, Zuckerberg, here's, here's a little cash. How about you just downvote that 10%? Just 10%. Right. Oh, well, we can do that. And the algorithm's hidden. Right. So if we can do that, then what else is in the algorithm? Right. And I know this is seems really broad, but it's also true because we don't know it. They won't share it. No. So then what about this idea, to your point, of purposely trying to make us polarized? Right. Like, how do I piss off Kim? How do I piss off Tyson? We got it in the algorithm. Let's piss him off today. Right. We need this to be more polarized, and we can do it on this topic, exactly. and this topic, and this topic. And that's and exactly what they're doing. They're showing you whatever they decide for the day, that's what's going to happen. And if they want to piss both of us off, they're going to show us completely different things with a purpose. Did you know that the fake news on Twitter is six times faster than real news? You mean, oh, okay, like it spreads oh, like faster? A, like, yeah, six times faster. This is their numbers. I'm, I'm not I know, going, I just, you know me, but, you know me. Uh, what are they categorizing Twitter. as fake news? Because I've, I've seen, quote, fake news from the from the networks and it ends up being better than their news about right, 30% of the they're time. They're talking fake news. The fake like news. Straight up, straight, obvious, straight up no obvious doubt. fake news because you've got people with 200 thousand followers so you've got if so if ashton kutcher puts something on twitter he's got millions of people that are going to see whatever he decides to share and what have we said is our lesson don't just share crap without knowing but that's not what happens you can read it if you want no but we don't, don't, read don't it. add to the snowball effect New, fake news <laughs> makes more money than it. the truth news and that's why they always put a little bit of twink in it because normal news is boring fake news makes more money so why do you think that they're really going to filter to out you, fake news i just want to tell you that 25 years ago as a special project for mass uh mass communications degree broadcasting guess what was tyson's idea the conspiracy network ConNet. Ooh. and i even made an icon for it on Photoshop it and I can show it to you as proof because mm-hmm. I said everything's a conspiracy and everybody right. and everybody is intrigued by it. I don't mean everything's a conspiracy. Right. What I mean is it's only ever gonna get bigger and bigger as politics gets bigger and bigger. And I was talking about that in the mid nineties. Right. And what does it turn into? You just said it. Yep. Fake news is Fake like news conspiracy is, is, news. It is. Yep. It is. It spreads faster because it's it's it's, it's in a way more. It, it's entertainment news. That's all it is, is entertainment news. And now they show you the fake news that's going to entertain you yeah, and but, me. But here's the problem. It's like 
but then I can go to the quote real news, and they're so but, they're so one sided, and I don't right. mean left right. I mean there are certain things they will not cover. They will say a phone is on the table today. I'm I just dropped my phone, and it, then they will say nothing about the pencil that's sitting next to it. Right. And then other people will be like, there's a damn pencil too. I can see it. They'll be like, and they they won't address the pencil. They won't address the microphone. They'll say there's a phone, and so they bring it upon themselves too. Right. Uh, you know, and so that's part of it. It's like people get frustrated about a lack of I, what I say about the debates. Um, I said I don't need to. I don't need to watch them. Okay, but I can tell you that the uh, um, because I've seen enough of them to know the moderators say w- what is it that's just not going to be discussed when people like me are like, why aren't you discussing that? Why is neither candidate discussing that? It's only the biggest topic on the planet, and you're not going to bring up these two facts about it, even right. though they're as plain as the uh, nose on your face. And the moderator's not. He's going to steer it towards a very he or she is going to steer it towards a very specific tone. So that's part of the reason it gets so much play is that you see, like I said, they bring it upon themselves because they try to to steer things too narrowly in the mainstream. Right. And a lot of people, not just me, I mean, yeah, I saw it in 1994, but a lot of people since then have said, why are they steering this thing in such a small, narrow direction and, and uh, you know, line of thought when the world is so much broader and has so, so many more diverse, at- why do they try to simplify everything for us and lead us you know, you know, uh, um, on a leash, because and it gets that frustration leads to more of this thing you're talking well, about. Well, and that's because news. that's because we are so consumed with everything around us, we're not taking any time to think for ourselves. So we just we read the headlines, we read a little bit of what people are saying, and we take it for truth because we've got 75 more hours of social media to go through. We've got. Not including 2020, because this is not the normal year. Kids have soccer, basketball. We've got to go to this. We've got to go to church. We've got this going on. People are over-consumed with all of this information that's coming at them. If they're on Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, Pinterest, um, all the different... I don't know how they can do that. The I have a bad ones. enough, hard like, enough time with one. Holy crap. Yeah, and I, I don't even pay attention to anybody. Like, I don't, I have Twitter. I put I put our podcast on Twitter, but I don't go through the Twitter feed because, first of all, I really don't know how to use it. But I don't have time to go through I was on Twitter for it. a little bit. I liked it. I was, uh, I, I did, I was away from Facebook for like 14 months one time, 15 months. I totally did. I can drop a habit like that. I really yeah. want to. If it just hits me the right way, I can be like, and eh, I don't need that anymore. So I yeah, did. I, I just dropped it. For I can do months. that, except when your work, when you, when your yeah. job is part right, of it, right. you can't get off of it. All right. So let's see here. It says fake money. Fake news makes more money than the truth. I said that. Okay. So in Myanmar, which in that country, whatever that was, I I didn't write down the rest of it because I was trying to write fast. Every time you bought a phone, the only app on the phone that they installed when you bought it was Facebook. They set up everybody with their own account, and then they went into, there was wars, killing, like, lots of people. So, like, Facebook maybe set up something with, like, that That, market or that that government? Whoever, Whoever it was, that was the only thing because it was the easiest way for people to talk. 
And so when they went in, that was the only app and they set it up for you. They opened up your account and did everything for you. So you would want to look up Minamar. Um, so, so not even just like, well, most people get Facebook, but like, nope. oh no, you got a phone. You're on Facebook. We nope. have set they you up. Didn't know, they didn't even know any different. They just set it up. They're like, okay, we got to get this set up for you. It was like when I got my phone a long, long time ago, they were like, what's your Google account? Because I have a Samsung and I was like this. I don't have a Google account. And the guy goes, hold on, click, 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 and set up my Google account. That's how oh, I have so my Google account. My first one was set up on my Samsung. What's this part? Okay, so that's where they had the violence, the mass killings, and the rape. In Myanmar? Yeah, Myanmar. What's the connection? That's the Facebook where they put it on there. It was controlled through Facebook. That's That's the whole thing. So go look it up. Okay, so you're saying that you you think that uh, um, a particular uh, uh, behavior was the behavior, caused the behavior and was caused by by like social media. So you would want to go look it up, and they showed all of it on there. But I, like I said, I put it on there. Um, anyway, um, this the platform actually you we lose control faster because we believe so deep into something, and other people believe what they want. So we lose control. It's destabilizing our countries. Um, hey, if, and, you, if you don't believe it can destabilize countries, that's where I say, hey, maybe it was initially ads, but now that we're all into targeting and and being able to affect algorithmically, you know, what people actually see and over push one thing and under push another instead of it just letting organic spread or not. I mean, the CIA was trying to destabilize countries with simple propaganda years ago. Right. Yes. You don't think they'd be at least a little bit interested in the in the uh, incredible tools of, of social media now. Um, you can go to particular areas and particular types of people in those areas and, and cause discord or dissension. Yeah. Yeah. So um, I've actually gone into both sides because I just, I like to see both sides. And my brain resonates what I believe is totally true. That's why we have Kimology. So just because I have a friend and they're talking, um, I might believe like 40% of what they're saying. The rest of it, I'm like, that's not true. Like I can figure stuff out. It just doesn't make sense. And a lot of this stuff, this lot of this stuff makes sense to me. Why they would gather the information. I don't know how, because I'm not a genius when it comes to building um, AI data and stuff like that. But I do believe that um, we need to be able to look at both sides. You you have to try to see what other doctors are saying or what other professionals are saying and not just listen to one doctor. Or you be like me and deep dive into about 30 articles and synthesize them. Exactly. So Hey, uh, along that lines, um, when you said both sides, I was looking into how you can go, if you go deep into Facebook and your ad preferences, you can see a lot of these tags they put on you for anything, any number of things, um, your ad preferences, interests, and lifestyle and culture. And inside these your ad preferences, you can just see a hierarchy, it's icons, which ones they think that you're associated with, and you could just X them out. You right. can deactivate them. And it had me as a Democrat, I'll have you know. Ooh. It did I, not have me have two. It didn't even have me as a second one. Right. I guess it's that maybe it, it's, it's more recently because remember how algorithms are far from perfect. Ooh, I should go it look might at be, mine. It might be the, um, you know, that I'm against uh, the police shootings and I've been pretty pretty uh, outspoken. And so usually that's that's certainly not usually a conservative position. Right. Um, and then 
it's also not necessarily libertarian. So sometimes you wonder whether they didn't oversimplify it to get there because I'm a lot more broad than just Well, but you also have to remember that right now, they're not really caring about a libertarian's point of view. We've got an election coming. (laughs) And they want... Oh, that hurts. (laughs) they They want Democrat or Republican. That's what they're focusing on right now. They don't have... They don't have 5,000... 5,000... Uh, commercials from libertarians out there. Joe Jorgensen, baby. Um, But they do have Democrat and Republican, and so they're going to put you, which I think it'd be interesting. I need to go look at mine. We can look at it after. That'd be awesome. I need to remind me to do that. All right, so when they invented the like button, it was just to show people that that to, to actually spread the dopamine and, and, and to spread joy, like, yeah. But then all of a sudden, it just became, it became a bad thing like because that. then people were like, I only got three likes on, on it. Yeah. I got, uh, uh, that one I got 75 likes on, but this one I've got, so now we become a number game, which they also control. They control who sees what you want. So now we're trapped. And they believe that we need more regulations and these companies want to regulate themselves. Now, phone companies, electric companies, um, cable companies, all these different companies out there, they all have regulations that they have to follow. Social media does not. So this is Tysonology uh, real quick. Mm-hmm. And Tysonology is... <laughs> I love that. That's awesome. Regulations can work, but unfortunately the reason they're needed in one aspect... No one's going to tell you this. No one's going to tell you this. It's, it's what I, I told you the other day that they have broken the Constitution every which possible way it can be broken. And the CIA or, or any of those people who have, have tried to tag along with the benefits of all this privacy invasion have also broken the Constitution. But the problem is courts don't just out of the blue say, okay, that's unconstitutional. They can right. never start the act. And, because, and then after they don't start the act and something can become commonplace and the uh, status quo... Then even if someone brings that case up to them and they could know constitutionally, yeah, that was unconstitutional 10 years ago. It still is now. But that's not even the way they look at it. They right. First of all, someone has to spend the money. It has to get it all, all up to, to, to the Supreme Court because the, the powers that be can always turn that over. They can always appeal it is what I'm going to say. And right. Facebook's going to appeal it. Um, but then they give the incredible benefit of the doubt to what's already been allowed. Right. And if there's any kind of a ruling by another part, another branch of the government, they basically almost always let that be. And so that's that's how, you know, that's like, well, regulation becomes allegedly instead of that, but we've seen what regulation does. Look at the FDA. I've talked about glyphosate. We talked about a lot of other stuff, and that's, quote, regulated. Well, and it becomes a, the way by which you get official permission. So what was net neutrality when they eliminated net neutrality? I never did. I know that I, I felt like I had a contrary uh, view on it, and that it, both sides were saying, like, this is the best thing, and I never, I couldn't tell you. I remember, I think that it was kind of like, pro-choice versus pro-life. It's like, depends on your terminology, right? But your terminology doesn't define right. define it necessarily correctly either way. And so I know that when I looked at net neutrality, there was a little bit of complication to understanding that. And you had to be real careful and not go for the name. 
and then how it worked as opposed to you know what it said and you know what what certain proponents said it was so i don't know that subject i know there was some trickiness there that if you just thought based off of the name um then you probably weren't well informed but i i, I can't i can't explain so it. i do know that it was supposed to be that you can't block other websites that's one of the things because different places were not allowing um like um some people were like you can't access Google or you can't access Well, this. that's funny because now we, we take down sites like those doctors who stood Correct. on the steps. Their entire right. we site take them disappeared. Down. We, take, we, we take them down. You don't Many even get to have a to site do, on yeah. web hosting. Yeah. Yeah. So, so but yet we, we knocked down net neutrality. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. <laughs> okay. All right. So, anyway, so that's what it said. It said, phone companies have laws. There are no laws on digital privacy. Yeah, it's crazy. That's and, weird. And, and unfortunately, they've made so much money off of it. Billions. It's like and they have so much lobbyist money. And, and by the same token, what have they been able to do? So, it's, it becomes circular. Right. They've been able to, what do we say? There are nuanced arguments, and there should be some things we can agree on. And instead, it turns these pol- polar arguments that are opposite of each other. Right. Oh, you want to take all of our guns away. Oh, you don't believe anybody should ever be able to, um, you know, uh, have, have a right in their own body. You know, that type of thing. Instead of the nuance that's in between, and that breeds nobody agreeing right. on legislation. Yeah. Because it builds on itself and nobody can agree, you know. So it's interesting because they have the ability to make that a polar argument. Correct. And then nobody can come together to just agree on the part that makes sense. So we have, um, so it says they would like to tax the companies on the data assets so that they would quit gathering so oh, much that, data. That would be a brilliant idea. So in other words, That's, you're saying that should have value. Right. Because we know you sell it like a commodity. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And if you, if, if you have attained value. Exactly. It's taxable. Wow. Anyway, and then um, they said that they have rights that are protecting the rich, but not us. Rights and the protect rich, the rich companies. The rich are Facebook and all those people. They have the well, rights. Well, it reminds you of any number of things. One of them that, uh, off the top of my head is the idea that, hey, did you know what? There's a Supreme Court case where like a Monsanto type literally said, um, well, uh, that, that part of nature is ours because we patented that part of nature. Are you kidding me? There's right. been a case where a farmer has his own land. Monsanto seed invades that land and therefore contaminates a field. And who's at fault? The farmer. Because yeah. now he has Monsanto seed that wasn't his seed to begin with. Can you imagine? No. Um, so when you talk about rights that protect them and not us. Right. Yeah, kind of there's a lot of that course. stuff out there. And so the, so then when I posted on Facebook, I was like, hey, we're going to talk about Social Dilemma. Who's seen it? What'd you think? And everybody was like, crazy, makes you double think. And one of my friends, Tobias, said... Makes you double think. That was Makes a, you double uh, think. Yep. Yeah, that was like, you know, double speak. That yeah. reminded me of like 1984. I was like, <laughs> that was pretty good. Like, you know, you're thinking two different things at one right. time. Yep. Well, you've got to think a two lot with Two contrary things... So that was almost like a Freudian slip. <laughs> Social media makes so it double. So the great hack, um, and I'm not. We're not going to go over too much of that because it basically had a lot to do with the 2016 election. Um, it talks. It's it's working with the Cambridge Analytica, um, and of course Brexit or something like that. 
Uh, Breitbart, you mean? Right. It's this right here. Brexit. Oh, Brexit. Yeah, Brexit. Britain exit from the social uh, 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 from um, the European Union. Okay. Right. Yeah. So they were saying that during the election, Trump paid, I believe, one million dollars a day on social media, and they basically had emails showing like what they were going to do with social media. They'd gathered the information because um, I believe Cambridge Analytica is a place that has all the information. Like they yeah. collected the data. And anyway, it got into where there was a girl. This is the whistleblower. She was in tai, Taiwan or something. They've got another guy who um, w- these people were kind of scared. They weren't they weren't. Um, it wasn't like on the social dilemma where they were just like this. I used to work at Facebook and blah, blah, blah. This girl literally came in and she didn't even leave her her place when she came in to go to court. And she was listening to uh, Zuckerberg when he was testifying. And all she was like, he's lying. And so you really have to kind what of watch was, this Do you one. remember, because you told me this during our, our preview of this, you said, what was the thing that he said during his testimony that she's like that's not true he said he said um, oh they didn't that, communicate. did your did did facebook communicate directly with this particular country the, uh, and country or company i i think it was a country with the company like i think it was a particular the comp the countries are the company's already there but it was a particular country that was doing social media i believe i, I i'm not thinking all i know is that she's sitting in there and he says to my knowledge no and she's like that's a lie i was there i talked to them um, with you know, with them, it was, it was like part of my job. Pub, me being in the public sector, if and somebody, like, if somebody's like, um, so uh, we're just trying to audit some of the this public sector work. So we have these uh, meetings every year, uh, uh, named after a former esteemed legislator who I don't know died uh, young or something. And so the you know the uh, legislators then uh, grill the uh, uh, public workers to uh, things they think might be at issue and me knowing background working in the public sector am not the person who's sitting there having to answer but for some of those things i know the absolute truth because it was a day-to-day thing and we had discussions around it right and this is one of these girls so then he was yeah and then he would they were he was like i can go check with people you know and he was just being himself now he's a little awkward so it wasn't like he was People, when I when I remember when he was testifying, they were like, he was just being this. I'm like, no, he's an introvert. Like, he's honestly, like, he's so he's so intelligent. It's kind of like talking with Elon Musk. You know, like, the things he says, you're kind of like, what? Was he well, trying anyway. to translate that to human language? Is that's, <laughs> that way it seemed awkward as it came it, out of the it, translator he, box? He, he was kind of funny on some of it. But anyway, they said that 4,000 4, to 5,000 target points on millions of people. That's what Cambridge Analytica has on millions of people um and it says incorrect to call them a a data collecting um and i can't remember what else that was about but the one thing and we'll get ready to go um steve bannon said um we have to break society before we can rebuild it it depends on the context but yeah i i agree that could potentially be pretty worrisome given you said he was either on the board or VP or something Cambridge Analytica, and then at some point thereafter, he was a part of Trump's right uh, uh, team. He was, uh, yeah, he um, was actually during the presidency, so his right. cabinet or something. Yeah, 
And so, yeah, that could be bad. I can't tell from context, but you read it and it was alarming. I mean, you watched it. It was alarming to you. To me, because I was it. like, what? Because right now they're trying to break us to make us conform um, in different ways. Now, not all of the different ways that people are saying, but the way I feel right now is, you know, it's kind of like, if you guys don't all do this, this is what I was told the other day. We're not going to get out of this until all of you wear a mask. Okay, that's not really the way. I guess we ain't getting out of it because I ain't yeah. wearing um, So, hey, can I ask you about one uh, mm-hmm. a little emphasis you have? You Now, this is under your Cambridge Analytica. Mm-hmm. And uh, your uh, $1 million a day on social media, 4,000 to 5,000 target points on millions of people. Mm-hmm. Video clips pushed out to quote target. targets so in other yep. words they analyzed of those millions yep. of people yep and they would, would push out the video clips that you like, need to oh, see oh tyson be a, a person that they were they were be... changing people's minds on a for who to who to vote for by these videos they had i mean they were like going their videos are like their they videos found, the, oh, the, interesting. The, n- well not not cambridge analytica the social media that they were using the data for you have to remember that they have the data they're not doing they're not doing that. They're working with the platforms out there to buy the advertising, which was $1 million a day, that they were allowed, the team was allowed to buy and use. Ah. Using their data and knowing who to use and what to do. Again, so targeted. Tar- yeah. It's very targeted. All right. So I suggest you guys go watch it. I, you know, you don't want to... You yeah, go ahead. I just want to make watch, sure I didn't miss my extras, uh, you, so go ahead. Oh, you don't want to watch this and be like, oh my gosh, the world's ending. They are correct. Things change. You know, we, we've we had, we've life is different. What I have to say out of all of this, because you are a grown adult, and you should be smart enough to figure out what you want to do, but your kids are not. The guy on there on the social dilemma says, I read every, but my kids are like, I don't know, like eight and 10 or something like that. He said, we, I read out loud with them or I read out loud or whatever the, the, the clauses that come with every single app. And you will be amazed at how many in small writing says you will give us access to your entire phone book, your mm-hmm. information, your um, private messages. It's in those words. And he's like, and then I tell my kids, no, you're not going to get that. I don't think we want that on your phone. I don't think you want that on your phone. I don't think you want that on your phone. And I explain to them why they don't have it. And I'm not exactly sure what all of it is. I would love to be able to get rid of it. And I thought, well, maybe I need to, maybe I need to take my old phone from Wi-Fi, delete everything off of it except my apps. Then they can't get to anything because there'd be no contacts, there'd be nothing on the phone. But then I have to carry two phones around. But it won't be your phone. It'll be all the way back to whatever it needs to go back to. It's probably not only based on your memory in your phone. Right. Well, that's what I'm saying. It'll connect to everything. So anyway, yeah, and they're and you know they go, we don't like each other. Yeah, they like each other. What? Who? Different companies, like, <laughs> like they're they're, they're yeah. all like, oh yeah, we don't like each other, and they're all over, you know, playing darts at the bar with each other. So yeah, here's the thing. It's like uh, I said, being a uh, 
a student of constitutional law, it's that, again, it's like the whole idea was that these three branches would police each other. Right. Well, what if one of them, what if two of them, not, not talking about the, uh, the courts, legislative and executive say, well, we could just increase our power. And the other one says, well, we could just increase our power. And they both go, well, I won't tell if you don't tell. Right. I mean, if you let me increase Come my on. power, I'll let you increase your power. And it doesn't become it doesn't become a police conflicting type of a combative thing anymore. No. And that reminds you of the Twitter and, and Facebook it, it, and it's, it's like, hey, hey, if you're into data mining more, then that just means that becomes the status yeah, quo and I can, can data mine it. more. Yeah, you know, they got lots of money for advertising. We can share it. Now I'm sure some of them don't like each other, but pretty sure that billions of dollars are being made. And like I said, you're an adult. Do what you want to do. Just make sure, first of all, go turn off your notifications. That's your biggest thing. Don't let the phone control you when you know what's going on. If you want to go check your Twitter, go check your Twitter. But your phone doesn't need to tell you every four minutes that someone on Twitter, something on Instagram, oh, something on Facebook, somebody did this, somebody... I have none of that turned on. Yeah, because remember, you can just turn off those external notifications. Yep. I've had them turn. So, yeah, when you open up the app, you see that there's seven. But at least you're not going right. to ding, 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 I got, yeah, I got go. nothing. There's nobody has contacted me. I pull up my phone, and I don't know if I got an email or if I have something on Twitter. And it's up to me It'll to be go. There. It, it goes, I, I can go check it out. Now, I've told all my people, don't be going to those things and thinking I'm going to check it. You need to text me because I'll get the text. So... Anyway, yeah, you know? and, and so um, I I just pulled a couple of, of other notes, and one I is, I know this is just uh, slightly connected, but I found a article called "The Surveil and Predict: A Human Rights Analysis of Algorithmic Policing in Canada," and so uh, they were trying to use algorithms to automate uh, all kinds of information, and that included social media posts. So they could maybe predict uh, who was going to... I mean, it's straight out of Minority Report, but it wouldn't apply to the uh, population in general. And uh, so they did that, and it's including social media posts, and apply facial recognition to existing mugshot databases for investigative purposes. So the the police going uh, right into social media as a matter of course for predictive... Uh, abilities and interestingly it made me think okay so they're saying right out including social media posts so it made me wonder can you imagine a scenario where if it isn't the case now and it might be that the authorities can backdoor your privacy so that like usually if you're not if i just said friends only you can't see it I wouldn't be surprised if the authorities are like, yeah, we need to get past that whole friends only. We, we need to see what this person might be up to. And either as a blanket rule or in specific cases, they're like, yeah, we need, we're, or maybe they just can, you know, as long as they get some permission. I'd be interested in, in what the uh, background for that is after, you know, the Snowden revelations, uh, whether that's gotten further, like, well, any of these authorities or, or, or what that uh, situation is where, no, 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 no. We get to see is is messages we get to see the ones he only shared with three people we get we get to see the ones he shared with only his friends and of course we get to see the ones that are public i wouldn't be surprised if there's a back door that would be interesting to me and i saved another one 
And again, you can go grab these ad preferences and basically check no on nearly everything. Now, how much that underlying really means Facebook isn't really still keeping it, that is another thing. Like in right. case in case you ever click it back on again. But I think at least in the meantime, it probably helps. And you can just say, no, I'm not that. No, I'm not that. None of your business. No, I don't like The Walking Dead. No, I'm, you know, just say no on everything. So you can go find that type of thing in, in your ad preferences, interests, and just look on down there. Let me see if this last one made sense. It says, when you see a post in your news feed from a group you've never heard of, like a heartwarming photo or a campaign for a cause from a group you've never heard of. So it made me wonder whether this is up to date. You might assume it's because your friend chose to share it with their followers by clicking the share button. Right. So they're in a group somewhere that says yeah. fuzzy kitty kitties. And all of a sudden you see something about, I don't feel like it works that way anymore. But at one point it was that, no, they didn't hit share. You're no. not in the group. And you're well, seeing something that they that they shared or liked in a group. And it says, that's not the case. Odds are they thought it was good, clicked like, and moved on. A quick way to check it is to visit their profile directly. If you don't see the post there, then Facebook decided that you might like to see it too. Yep. Not your friend. And which this That's can be true. bad because if you don't understand this, you can be like, yeah, I'm over in Mask Off, Kansas. And, and, and that's our group and they don't care. And then all of a sudden Facebook decides that someone else gets to see that you like something. Right. That's not good because you no. specifically tried to wall off the the audience. Right. So I don't know if that's still true or not, but it was but, at some but, point. Uh, but also, you know how you see like um, a commercial or for like a brand, and then up above it says it lists like three of your friends that like it. Uh-huh. And all I want to say is quit liking those things so they'll stay yeah. off of my Facebook. And, and those are also that those are also also selectively shared. It's right. kind of like uh, peer pressure. Um, and yes, those likes of, of certain companies, I was reading that, um, also get uh, uh, very selectively enforced onto your, uh, and they may not have just liked it. Well, yeah. They may it, have liked it once, six no, months ago. I mean, I was going to say, it'll come up five years later, but reality is sometimes you don't want people... You don't want people to know that you even liked it. Like you might have liked it, and the you don't think that Facebook is going to show everybody that you liked it. It might be something that at you know like there might be something that happened. Let's just say but that right now there is no friends of friends or friends or, or for for likes or at least there wasn't the time of that article. There is for posts, right? But not for likes. No, but if I like if I like. So the way it works is if you put something on Facebook and I like it, it'll actually show more of our mutual friends your post. So it'll say to they'll say to like let's say that let's say that Robin and Robin and I Robin is friends with both of us. And you posted something and Robin didn't see it, but as soon as I like it, it'll tell Robin Kim liked Tyson's post. And then Robin goes and likes it. And then you and Robin are friends with Carol. And then Carol gets a notification that says Robin liked Tyson's post. 
that's how it gets engaged. That's why, and, and, and Robin and I have done tons of research on those different posts, doing different things, having certain people do different things so we could watch the way it worked. And that's how, that's how it works. You only see 10% of your, 10% of your people will see your, your initial post. And as soon as someone does it today on my picture of myself, I have over 55 comments. And that's because now people are still commenting on it because as soon as someone else comments on it, more people see the fact that they comment and they're going to be like, what picture are they commenting on? They're going to come to my picture and they're going to be, oh, and then they're going to comment and it's going to keep going and going and going. And that's how some of the controversial ones that I have comment that I have posted have 200 to 300 comments because it is a nonstop all day long people arguing and it's going boom, 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 boom. And they're like this, ooh, we got a hot one over here. And they're gonna open it up to everybody. They're gonna let all 4,000 of my people see that, like look what's going on. Those are what you want when you're trying to promote something. That's how you do it. The generic. Now, good luck. Way. At, good luck. Uh, them opening up like that. If I if I start talking about a fe- about the Federal Reserve and how they get to make uh, print yeah, money from, from gonna, thin air. They're not going to do that. Funny how that happens. Yeah, it, it is. That is weird. All right, guys. Well, thank you so much for tuning in to this excursion on episode fifty three, and we promise next week will be a fun topic. Because this is a scary topic. I mean, it is It is very it's scary. interesting. Um, I don't find it so much scary children. as just like, no well, children. that's where we are. <laughs> no children. I, I'm not worried about, I'm not worried about adults. I am worried about what we're doing to the child's brain, putting them in school for four hours on a computer. Then they're on their phones. You've got to watch The Social Dilemma because this little girl in there, like her mom takes her phone away and they put in this locked jar and she's sitting at the table and no one's talking because they have nothing to say to each other because they're always on their phone. I always put my phone away. I wasn't on my phone one time tonight when we were eating dinner. I took a picture of my meal because that's what I do and I put my phone down. I'm. It could ding all at once. There is nothing more important than me having friends over to eat dinner. We need to learn how to respect people's time. And so that little girl, I mean, you're, you're she, she, she's just... First of all, she'd have got her ass kicked. I would have beat her ass if she was my child. Like that to me, when the mom says, when you when you watch it, and I'd have been like, oh hell no, no 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 no. So that was kind of unrealistic. That was on that the, was dilemma on the social the, dilemma. Okay. Yeah, because so, they have like a little. Show and and I come from the opposite, where it's like, well, what when these uh, young kids have only ever they? It's like, I'll give you another one real quick. A lot of people, there are young people now who don't remember when the skies were actually blue. A little, a little quick nod to uh, geoengineering. Well, by the same token, and you're like, well, what about when most people don't remember when they were only blue? And then this, this idea, what, what about when a good percentage of people don't remember when privacy was actually valued and they weren't supposed to just be able to sell a bunch of stuff behind the, behind the scenes? There's not you and me around to go, what the heck happened? Right. No one raised it to the Supreme Court properly. So that's my concern as they grow up because they're growing up in an age where you your privacy's gone. Right. You know, so that concerns me just as a culture well, and, going forward. And bad people are out there. Bad people are out there. You're you know, you're there's these these bad people can get out there. There are tons of the sex trafficking is being done, I know, through um 
through uh, social media, getting these young girls to fall in love with these hot guys that really are just old, gross people. It's happening. And are you guys watching your kids on social media? Do you have it set up it's to where you can read it? It's hard because it gets kind of like the new version of how the... It used to be the TV could be the babysitter, but ain't nobody was communicating with you directly no. through the, yep. through the it TV. It is a babysitter. But there was one show I remember. I can't remember what TV show it was, but the girl had two phones. She went, her mom and dad had her normal phone, but she went to Walmart and got herself like a little track phone. So she was doing her stuff. And when her friend came over, she was like, no, she did this. And her mom found the phone and she was doing all of her little, you know, her sexy pictures and all that stuff through this other phone. She's smart enough to know that I'm going to take my allowance. I'm going to go get a $25 data plan. I'm going to buy a phone with my allowance. I'm going to hide it from my parents and I'm going to use the Wi-Fi in there come on my daughter my daughter didn't get a smartphone until she was probably 22 right this mama wasn't paying for it my daughter had a flip phone for one reason an emergency and we had a home phone and she when when she got her phone she could talk after nine o'clock at night because of the minutes and then when it went to all minutes she still didn't talk on the phone i said that's not for you to be on you want to talk on the phone call your friends on the home phone the cell phone no you don't need to use it because you still had to buy minutes and i'm not gonna have a teenager on there that's what i did with my daughter she's perfectly okay she's got her little iphone now she's on it she does a little bit but she's not addicted to it right she 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 was off she was on Facebook because she missed a party so she got Facebook so she could be invited to parties. No one invited her to parties mm-hmm. so she got off Facebook cuz she thought that was the reason she didn't get invited. <laughs> you know? So she got off and then she finally got back on it. Then she got back off it again and it is a tool for her but it is not her life. Yep. And and I have to commend myself good job mom because my daughter who will be 30 next month, um, is not addicted to social media. In fact, she gets mad at me when I pick up my (laughs) phone. And she'll be like this, are you going to check your phone while I'm talking to you? No. (laughs) (laughs) Sorry. Because it's just a habit for me because, like, you know, I've been on my whole – and and my customers, my clients communicate through my phone. So that's my job, and I work 24-7 pretty much. So, all right. Well, we're going to conclude this. It's been a long one, but this is a topic that is very serious. Go watch the two movies. And it's it's not going away anytime soon. No, so it's going to get worse. I know I'm going to watch. Oh, well, you said maybe we'd do a follow-up at some point. I was going to say. We're, I know yeah. I have not been watching Netflix in the least any time recently, but that's going to go on my list. Yep. You need to watch both of them just to see what's going on because you're, you're looking at people that know what's going on. And then I watched some other shows that were talking about this show, yeah. and they actually backed up what was going on so like i do the research and i'm like yeah and one of them like i went in and watched it thinking it was just gonna be a bunch of propaganda and one-sided nope it wasn't it had tons of different people on there and what they said made sense it it was never a bash it was never the only there was only one author on there that said get off facebook 
But all of them were just like, be careful, understand what's going on. And this is, and, and, and you're not crazy. You're, that's the, that's the biggest point is if you feel as if this is a problem, like <laughs> an addiction, you're not crazy. You are addicted and get off of it. All so right. I had to, to break my addiction in the evening. I'm not on Facebook anymore. I am playing my little gem game or my little slot machine. I just kind of play that because I'm by myself. I don't have anybody to communicate with. Right. But if I had someone here, this girl would put my phone away and communicate with humans. I like it. Or cats. That's what I do. Yeah, I'm allergic to he's cats. Being, he's being very talkative now. Oh, he is. I've taught him. He is. He's like, birds aren't real. <laughs> They're just flat on a screen. <laughs> Squirrels are flat. Yeah, you got to go back and listen to episode 53. You're so, <laughs> you're so naive visiting cat who thinks you've <laughs> seen a bird outside. That's crazy. It's a flat bird theory. Fake news. Fake news. <laughs> it's a flat bird. All right, guys. Well, thank you so much. And as always, keep taking all of your adventures. We'll talk to you later. Bye-bye. Bye-bye.